is everybody this morning? I know we probably, we look a little, we're a small, quaint group this morning, but God knew who was coming this morning, so welcome, welcome, welcome. And I know some mommies are probably over still trying to get their children uh, into the child care. Um, well, I wanted to start out this morning by welcoming you. Um, we know this month's about patience. Um, but before we, before I delve into that, I wanted to share something with you. I went to Beth Hendricks, who's one of our mentor moms, her, um, birthday celebration, kind of a friendship celebration, uh, with a few people that we pray together with. Uh, we had it, uh, the Browns house and <clears throat> I just love the fact that as sisters and some other, our prayer group, some of them are here, um, uh, they shared this. Um, they gave us a little parting gift. You go to a birthday party, you're not expecting to go home with a gift, but that's the kind of women they are because they love sharing their life. Um, yeah. Thank you. I love this card. You have no idea. Um, it, and so let me read this to you. It was, it just struck me so, so deep uh, about what we talk about here at Moms, about sharing our story, about what we're going through. And I just thought, this is what we are about. It's called We Are a Family, and it's by Gail C. Copeland. Since before any of us were born, God planned for us to share our lives with each other. He knew exactly how our strengths and weaknesses would balance one another and the depth of love, understanding, and commitment we would learn to feel. He knew the richness of our separate characters would be developed through the hard times and Natural trust and respect would be born as a result of overcoming the trials together. We knew that we would laugh together and cry together. He knew we needed each other to hug, to help, to teach, to serve, and to love. And I just felt like that's what we do with each of our sisters. That's what we should be doing. Because that's how we can be overcomers. And so I was thinking about <clears throat> patience. I don't know. Does anybody, can I see a raise of hands? Or you don't have to if it's, um, if you're like me, you're totally humiliated that you've been working on patience for years and you, it feels like it's getting worse. I feel like my patience is getting worse. I don't know why. Can I get a woo woo? Oh gosh. <clears throat> well, there's a phrase that Christians say, kind of just like flows off our tongue so often. I can trust God no matter what. We say that in trials and good times. You know, we can trust God no matter what. We trust God to provide for our basic needs, for our safety, even for our health and well-being. But there are certain times, if I'm being honest with myself, when trusting God seems so stinking hard. We all have that moment, all those moments. So if you're like me, don't say I'm the only one struggling with this because the more I talk to my sisters, yes, there are times that we go, God, forgive me for my unbelief at this moment because I'm really having a hard time. Often those are the times when our faith and our patience is put to the test. But what I want to tell you this morning, ladies, is God redeems even that. He has a purpose for our struggle in that patience. Because throughout our life, we will face times when we're not where we want to be. We are simply in that waiting pattern. 
waiting for God to answer our prayers, waiting for God to restore a relationship or healing from an illness or waiting for you add the what if, the what. And I know for me, it's in that waiting time that I have felt my faith and my patience being tested to the breaking point. But it is in that waiting that I have felt that my patience is actually being fertilized and it grows. And then I looked to God's word and I just thought, he's modeling patience for me. Look, it jumps off the page. Because from the very beginning of time, God has shown that patience. Look at Adam and Eve. They broke God's rule. And he told them what would happen. And so he could have been like, okay, I told you what was going to happen. You're done. You're dead. But he didn't. He showed them grace. There were consequences, yes, but he showed them love and grace because God had a plan to rescue them. And he does that all through the Bible. Look at the Israelites. Come on, people. He just got you out of Egypt, and now you go in the desert and you take off all your jewelry and make a golden cow? I mean, how, you know, we look at that, or I'm, maybe it's just me. I look at that and I go, how crazy is that? But I love our pastor's view of things. He says, don't always think that you're better than the people in the Bible that have made the mistakes. Put yourself in their shoes. And so, I've been convicted that I am building golden cows all over the place in my life. You know, God has patience beyond belief. He is continually focused on a relationship with us and with his people, and he's never given up. You can see that. It jumps off the page of the Bible. Because even after Adam and Eve sinned and the Israelites sinned and after we sin, he still pursues us. He sent his only son. We're moms in here. Can you imagine giving your only son to save someone else? Knowing what your son would have to go through. And that's when I'm humbled and I realize that the struggle that I go through to wait on his answer, to wait for my son to get through a certain life stage. For my son, for many of you know, I've been praying that he, you know, Jesus would get a hold of his heart and he'd be on fire for the Lord. It's not happened yet, but I am patient and I know that he hears my prayer and my God has great plans for my son. Like my husband and I said the other night, we might not ever see it. We might go to heaven and not see our son come to saving grace, but we know and believe in a God that's got it handled. You know, there's another phrase that we say all the time, and this I think this will, you know, really equate to most of our uh, most of us moms. Are we there yet? And I've got a fun slide for that. Are we there yet? Um, the answer is, ladies, no. Um, I'm sure you've said it to your children in the back of the car many times. Um, and in fact, our Devo is so great. I was like, this is Cheryl did an amazing job on the Devo because, oh my gosh, I said, I wish I knew that song when we were driving to North Carolina each year, but no, we are not there yet. And the, the, 
And just like our children or us, when we used to say it to our parents, we are not there yet, and only God knows when we're going to get there, and he is the only one who knows the road that we have to take to get there. Have you thought about that? So today, you're going to hear some speakers, and like I said, Cheryl's devotion is in there. That magazine is meant for you to go home and devour it chunk by chunk, little by little over the month. Go back to it. Read it again. We hope that it blesses you. Uh, Our speakers um, are going to show us and talk about some ways that we can model patience for our kids and how important it is in our relationships with our husbands, our friends, and our family, um, pointing us to trust God no matter what. Are we there yet? No. But we can have patience, knowing that his plan and his timing are always better than our own. And that's hard for me. I don't know about you, because I have a prideful nature. I'm like, I think it'd be better now, God. But he knows best. But you know, thankfully, we don't have to wait on our own power. Our hope is in a God who has all power. And he will give you the strength if you ask for it. Remember, it is worth it to wait. It's important to remember that learning patience doesn't happen overnight. It takes time. It's important to remember that it is something that we are developing, that God is developing in you over a lifetime. And so I'm going to pray for us and get us started and bring up my dear friend, uh, Luann Pierce, who's going to share some wonderful stuff with us about patience. And, uh, and know, ladies, that continue to share your story with your friends, your struggle with patience, your, your struggle with whatever you're struggling with, because we are a family. We are a sisterhood, a royal sisterhood in Christ. And together we can hold up each other's arms, just like Aaron and her did for Moses. And so... Let's not try to do this journey by ourselves. Number one, latch on to God. And number two, do it in a community of loving, faithful friends and family. So let me pray for you guys. Father God, we come to you this morning and we thank you for your word. And most of all, I thank you for your patience with me, with my prideful, bullheaded nature that thinks I have it all figured out and I know what's best for me. I thank you that you're so patient with us and that you model patience for us in your word. And so, Father, as we open it up today and as my sisters come up and share their part of their story, I pray that you would put the nugget that is needed specifically into each of our hearts and help us grow closer to you today, Father. Help us to be more like your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. <laughs> 